Welcome to Unlock the Power of Picture Books, the podcast designed especially for busy elementary school teachers just like you. I'm your host, Sarah, a former teacher. If you've ever wished for more time to read aloud to your students or struggled to find the perfect book for a lesson, you're in the right place. In each episode, I'll handpick book titles to help you teach specific subjects. No more hours spent searching for the right book. Unlock the Power of Picture Books is your shortcut to impactful teaching. Plus, I'll keep you updated with the latest and greatest picture book releases so your classroom library is always fresh and exciting. Let's get started. Let's face it, kids have lots of opinions. But getting them to take those opinions and write them out with all of their reasoning behind those opinions can be a little bit more difficult. So today we're gonna to talk about different mentor texts that you can use when teaching students to write their opinions. These mentor texts are not just for exposing students to the genre, but they are powerful for explicitly teaching the structure and the features of opinion writing. So let's jump into those books. The first book that I have is I Wanna Iguana by Karen Kaufman Orloff. In this story, Alex just has to convince his mom to get him a pet iguana. So he puts all of these arguments into writing for her. He promises that she won't have to feed it or clean its cage or even see it if she doesn't want to. Of course, mom on the other hand imagines this six foot iguana eating them out of house and home. Alex goes on to give plenty of reasons for why he should be allowed to get this pet. And he also backs them up with all of those reasons why. And he also backs them up with all the different ways that he will take care of it. This is a really fun and engaging book for students and really shows how not just sharing your opinion, but giving those reasons to back up your opinion as well. So I Want Iguana is a great mentor text for opinion writing. The next book that I have is such an interesting book. This one is called Hey Little Aunt by Philip and Hannah Hoos. And it poses the question, what would you do if you were about to step on an ant and then it looks up and starts to talk to you? This story is told from two different perspectives, the young boy who's about to step on the ant and the ant who's about to get stepped on. And both of the characters in this book give their reasons for why they have their opinion. The boy explains why he should step on the ant. The ant explains all the reasons that he shouldn't be stepped on. He has a family to take care of. He has all of these things going for him and he shouldn't be stepped on. And it's really interesting because at the end of the book, it kind of leaves you hanging. It doesn't really tell you whether the ant gets stepped on or not. So I think this would spark some great conversations with your students. Should the ant get stepped on? Should it not? Why or why not? Another great book for opinion writing. The next book that I have is a very popular character. This one is Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus by Mo Willems. Now, most of the pigeon books will lend themselves to opinion writing mentor texts. The pigeon always really wants something or really wants to do something and he's trying to convince the reader to let him do it. In this story, the bus driver needs to take a break and pigeon is more than happy to step in and take his place. 
the bus driver says to the reader, do not let the pigeon drive the bus. Well, the pigeon spends the whole book explaining why he should be allowed to. He gives all of these reasons why he should be able to drive the bus. And Mo Willems really uses great opinion language in this book to really almost convince the reader to be on Pigeon's side. And your students will have fun deciding whether or not Pigeon should drive the bus. Next, we have another pet book. I feel like talking about pets for opinion writing is really great for students because it's something that they can relate to. I mean, almost all children go through that stage where they really want a pet. This one is called The Perfect Pet, and it's by Margie Palatini. Elizabeth really wants a pet. She'd take anything, a horse, a dog, a turtle, but her parents don't want her to have a pet just yet, so they give her a cactus. Even though this plant proves to be a really good listener, Elizabeth still really wants a pet. So as Elizabeth is campaigning for getting a pet, and her parents are giving all the reasons why she should not get a pet, along comes Doug. And Doug, without a doubt, is the most unusual pet of all. Doug is a bug. He's not big like a horse or loud like a dog. He doesn't scratch or shed or jump on the furniture and he really doesn't eat any food. He turns out to be the perfect pet for Elizabeth. Your students will have fun jumping in on the conversation and sharing what they think the perfect pet is. And you can encourage them to give all the reasons why that pet would be perfect for their family. A another great mentor text for opinion writing. Next, we have a another animal book. This one is I Don't Wanna Be a Frog by Deb Petty. Frog wants to be anything but a slimy wet frog. A cat, perhaps, maybe an owl, a rabbit. There are lots of other things that he could be. But then one day a hungry wolf arrives and he'll eat anything except a frog. And maybe our main character decides that being a frog isn't so bad after all. Your students will identify with frog as wanting to be something different, something else, and the reasons for wanting to be something different. So another great read aloud for your classroom. This last one might be my favorite and it is not about animals. <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot of animals in this episode already. But the last book that I have for teaching opinion writing is The Day the Crayons Quit. This one is by Drew Daywalt. In this story, Duncan is ready to color. He opens up his crayon box and realizes that all of his crayons have quit. They've had enough and each one of them gives clear examples on why they quit, why they don't want to be a crayon anymore. Blue crayon needs a break from coloring all those bodies of water. Black crayon wants to be used for something more than just outlining. And orange and yellow are no longer speaking because each one of them thinks that they are the true color of the sun. So what can Duncan do to appease all of these crayons and get them back to coloring again? This is another really great one for sharing opinions and giving reasons for those opinions. So that's why I created an interactive read aloud to go along with this one to help your students teach about opinion writing and giving their reasons for their opinion. So I would start with an anchor chart for the students and on this anchor chart, really outline what opinion writing looks like, how they need to state their opinion, give three reasons for that opinion, and then close it out by restating their opinion again. 
There are discussion questions that go along with this book and you can place them right in the book on sticky notes. So that way, as you're going through the story, you remember and point out the different reasons that the crayons give for having the opinions that they do and for wanting to quit. This really allows them to think about it and process what those crayons opinions are and why they have that opinion. Then students will get the opportunity to share their own favorite color from the crayon box. They're going to give their opinion, which color is their favorite, three reasons why that color is their favorite, and then they're gonna turn it into a fun craftivity you can hang on a bulletin board. Each student will create their own crayon with their opinion writing on top of the crayon, and you can use this to hang on a bulletin board in the classroom or display it where others can see it. And finally, I'll use the task card to prompt students to share their opinion on a certain topic, and you can even take it a step further and have them back up their opinions with their thoughts on why they think that. And I'll leave a link to that resource in the description box down below so that you can grab it. It is part of our Colorful Apple Book Club membership, but you can also grab it um, if you are not a member as well. But those are my collection of books that I think would be great for teaching opinion writing in the classroom. Because as I mentioned before, students have so many opinions, but getting them out of their head and onto paper and backing up those opinions can be the tricky part. But by using mentor texts and their favorite authors and characters, students will see examples and understand how to translate their thoughts onto paper for writing. I will leave links to all the books that I mentioned in the description box so that you can grab them and use them in your classroom right away. And, and make sure that you meet me back here next week because we will have more picture books that you can use in your classroom right away. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unlock the Power of Picture Books podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. As always, you can find all the links and resources from this episode over at thecolorfulapple.com. I'll see you back here next week.